0: Apparently, I could say I could do food, I could do tech.
1: I can imagine that the combination between tech and food, money and soul would make a very good husband. You are a good husband <laughs> material, my brother. <laughs> now, in case you are thinking that all we did in this interview was to talk food, you can't be more wrong. Um, so let's talk crypto. We have been hearing By the <laughs> Deep. And then the deep is getting deeper (laughs) and all of a sudden when you want to keep your money, it's like it shoots up. Like what's the, are you serious? Now, for those who do not understand this crypto something, I know you've been from your post on social media. It's like you've been in crypto for a long time. Let's start this way. For those who really do not understand and they're like crypto is trash and um, especially considering Nigeria, The government has banned crypto. Why should I have crypto? Can you just give me a quick um, education about what cryptocurrency is and why is it? Why should I even think about it? Why is it worth my time? My name is Daya Moyo and this is the future. Now, the first question I would like to ask you is, like, your name is just very unique. I'm thinking, is this your best name or... You are the one that made it up as you grew up. I'm, I'm just kind of curious about it.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, the name Bountiful came from... Uh, it, it, it is it's a brand identity for myself that I created for myself, right? To differentiate myself from every person on the internet and also um, to give myself a unique identity that I can represent and also I can be identified with, you know? Yeah.
1: Right, right. Now I've seen you, I think we've known each other for maybe well over a year now. And then I usually see your status. Um, just different thing. I can't count the number of things I've seen you put up from one business to the other. I, I want to know what are your interests as an individual? And what are the things you put your hands into? Um, if I ask you a question, who is a bountiful and what does he do?
0: How would you answer
1: that question?
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh Mr. So is a Nigerian entrepreneur who um who does not not quite a lot, just few things. Uh I do a lot of um, tech stuff, right? I, I do solutions, I teach tech and also and then I, I do a lot of business consultation, also register people's businesses and being able to help them strategize. And then I have cooking by the side, which I, which I, which I used to do, uh, but put it on the pause for now. Yeah, so basically those key
1: three areas. All right, let's talk about cooking, which is something that's more interesting. Um, considering the kind of society we are, we are for many reasons. Um, guys are not expected to be good cooks. Or if they are good cooks, they're like exceptional. You're like golden, so to say, like a husband material. How did cooking start for you? Was this something you started from home? Did you learn it professionally or did you just find yourself, uh, cooking? What was the journey like?
0: Okay. Uh, I think I would, I would dig back to when, when we were kids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it might sound very funny, but while we were kids, while my mates, my, my mates usually play football and, um and other stuff like that that could be categorized as the bill stuff right i was i was usually found myself um trying to cook among the the female gender then back you know back in the days you know trying to cook up something cook cook rice in a tin tomato you know and then you know, like I, I i found fun doing that back then but uh, as we grow, we tend to, our interests tend to improve and also change, you know. So um, I think um, when I ventured into real cooking um, was, I think, um, a few years back, I think it was around 2008, 2009, yeah. Yeah, that was when um started learning the not just cooking for the cooking sake for the cooking for people to, uh, for your family members to eat, but going into the fact that you're going to uh, into the business of cooking, you know, cooking for the general public, you are you are mindful of different choices. You are mindful of different uh, taste and being able to line that. Uh, I think I started out from my mom, you know, who uh, who coached me, and uh, uh, it's very hard, it's very hard to please my mom. So basically, I think um, that was part of how I got into uh, cooking for. Um, Cooking as a business. Um, I would like to ask, I don't know, is
1: there hope for someone like me? Because I see cooking as a, as a routine I just have to do because I just have to do it. I don't have, I don't, <laughs> I, I, I'm like, why should I? The question is, why should I take time to present a food in a beautiful way? Butterfly, sprinkles, and the rest of it. And then I'm just going to put it in front of someone. And the first thing a person does is to scatter it. I'm like, what's the... I, I still don't know why people <laughs> <laughs> have joined the I, I guess, cooking. I guess it's just different folk and different strokes. Um, but tell me, um, how was growing up like for you? Um, what kind of university did you attend? Um, what did you do as a first degree? Uh can can you just take me through that journey?
0: Okay. My I is quite uh easy and interesting. I think most of the principles I still apply. Um at my adult age right was um was learned during my childhood days um being able to understand that you have to work for whatever you want you know not having to depend on people i've always learned back then how to be able to do things with my hands i have an amazing childhood not because that everything was provided but because of the fact that it's 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 it contains a whole lot of lessons meeting people learning different uh, different culture and other stuff um going into um i think uh, this this one part that most people don't actually know i didn't go to any physical university i was wanting more back in um and i think it was 2010 I I I I kind of felt um that how do I get to go and start learning? I I don't have any issues with people going to Nigerian University right now. I don't have, but this is basically about me. You know, I had issues trying to understand that someone would go into the university to go and study computer science, right? And then the person would not get to touch the computer, or would not even have access to real computer, just theory and the rest of that. Then person comes back out and then start the process of trying to learn and integrate so maybe that has to be computer science so what's the point really you know? so and I actually wanted to do computer science and the rest of that so i i just i just lost interest in you know i just lost interest and i started looking out for online universities where i can actually conveniently learn and do every other thing by the side you know i'm an avid reader and also i there's one key thing that actually um, helped me was because I have this open mind, you know, open mind to a whole lot of learning, open mind. to. I'm not closed minded. I, I never stopped going to um, um, events that seminars every, every weekend you don't get to find me in the house. I am actually out there going for different form of seminars whatsoever. You know, so that, that was part of, uh, for me, that was part of my education. Although I've, I've got some few um, online degrees, I think I did. Uh, I did um, uh, business communication online too. Uh, yeah, International Business Management Institute. I, I did that too, and then um also learning different things. You know, I love the fact that I could wake up one day, decide and pick a course that I can, I can, I can think of, and then go into it and start learning it, and then come out from come out from it without having so many barriers. And you know, you know, so. Yeah, so that's basically it for my education and then growing up, right?
1: Well, that's, that's very interesting. You know, I, I interviewed someone some months back. His name is Magnus Okeke. And he was telling me that he actually did OND in computer science. And then he said he got bored. He's currently working remotely fighting Warner Brothers. And I was like, how did you get that opportunity? And he said to me, that is very curious is someone who is very curious and restless so he takes really? one udemy course every is it every day or every week he makes sure he learns something and take udemy courses every every week now you've mentioned um, your food business again and again and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> I need to know about this food business. <laughs> I need to really know about the food business. Tell me about the food business.
0: My mom used to had, have a restaurant, a very big restaurant in Onicha before she, she um, they all moved down here, back here. The family moved down back to, to Lagos, right? So, but then the food business was, was like um, also a school for me. I call, it, I call it a school to a very large extent because I was dealing directly with different diverse whatever whatever word you can actually adjective can use to define the fact that I was dealing with different people see someone that's that coming that, that coming to your coming to your to your to your to your place to eat and I'm really angry you know dissatisfied and you know like and then just a bowl a plate of fufu with either oh soup ecosy vegetable bitter leaf sala okra okbono, and then having to eat that down and feel alive again i think that was that was really an amazing period and then moved on to having my own um um, digital food platform where I was uh, also um getting orders online and selling, and then moved to did a pause on that because my tech parts was was becoming rusty, rusty in the sense that I was my because the tech skills and everything that I had, I, I wasn't really utilizing them anymore. So that was how I had to really um start diving back into the tech world and being a web developer then you know yeah so that's it <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> that that's interesting that was a journey i would have i would have loved to ask you how many husbands did you snatch during
0: your we <laughs> <laughs> didn't snatch you some were even literally coming with their wives to come it so it was, yeah. was snatched. <laughs> and i had i had ladies that were just they were just coming too you know ladies that just come Right. I think you've kind of
1: mentioned my next question briefly because I was thinking, how, how did you transition from turning <laughs> pot of soup to working in tech? What, <laughs> what is the next What's the connection between turning a big pot of <laughs> soup and working in tech? Make it make sense for me. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. So um I think. I gradually moved in from um, from food to to tech when I started selling data plan. So I went into data plan business, um, buying and selling data, paying GSTV bills, and the rest of that. Being able to understand the technologies around that, and then gradually I I moved into web development. You know, but that didn't start until 2015, right? So 2015 i I got a job with my uh, one of my customers and and I used to buy food, so they had a place and then what he was into was into um print technology so basically um the transition happened late 2015. so when I met him, told him about that i would, i just wanted to i just wanted to move away from the food in 2014 you know I, my life for all those vices thousand and uh and um, two thousand and eight yeah. To 2014 has been around food. So I went into web development. I wasn't very proficient, you know. So, but then I was working with someone, right? Um, um, I was working with um uh, one of my very good friend, Akin. Yeah, so I made him on funny enough. I actually got his number on a PRT bus. Um, he happens to own a hosting and domain company. So we started talking. I started telling him about the fact that I wanted to come into tech and the rest of that. So we started working together. You know, I I get I get few I, I get jobs then, and that was when I started running what we call um and being a middleman to so a very large extent. That's why most people don't even understand that you can actually become or start making money online without having you being able to be the one person doing those things. So I would advertise for um, website design. that could do the website design, or somebody can tell me, that I do. You, Yes, you can, you know. And then I would talk to him. He would walk up on the website. He would see us that the host and domain, you know, get up this, the prizes and then take uh, my commission. You no, know? So that, that was how I gradually started. So then he told me that what if I have bigger jobs to do? So why don't you learn this thing and go deeper in it and become, um, and become a web developer? And the rest? So... I thought about it, and I started getting materials. Like I said, you know, open-minded to learning, paid for classes and, and all that. So I was, I, I just went and knew that okay, this this was this was an phase for me to really learn like the rest of that. So that was how transitioning was not quite difficult for me, you know, because I'm always open-minded to learning new things. So I moved into it, and 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 it has been an amazing journey. Trust me, it has been an amazing journey. Apparently, I could say I could do food, I could do tech. So
1: I can imagine that the combination between tech and food, money and soul would make a very good husband. You are a good husband <laughs> material, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: but I, I, used to, I used to hear that a lot.
1: <laughs> um, right. That's interesting. Um, so let's talk crypto. We have been hearing By the Deep and then the dip is getting deeper (laughs) and all of a sudden when you want to keep your money it's like it shoots up like what's the are you serious now for those who do not understand this crypto something i know you've been from your post on social media it's like you've been in crypto for a long time let's start this way for those who really do not understand and they're like crypto is trash and um especially considering nigeria the government has banned crypto. Why should I have crypto? Can you just give me a quick um, education about what cryptocurrency is and why is it? Why should I even think about it? Why is it worth my time? Can you just do <laughs> a quick crash course? Really a
0: crash course, but that uh, you got to pay. <laughs> so I was sending you <laughs> All right, basically for everyone that's gonna please So I think I got into cryptocurrency late 2016 you know like you said doubling into a lot of things legitimately you know but cryptocurrency has been around since 2009 right and it has been growing steadily so now cross course on i need to correct one thing before I, before i go into that the government did not actually ban cryptocurrency they actually did something which is they Kind of stopped bank to interface with crypto platforms. So that's what actually what actually happened. They so the um the payment solutions that most smart Nigerians Nigerians are filled with smart guys that that really want to help this country put it put it in the global map and what we have. We have, I don't know. So now what these guys did was they created a, a they try to create a synergy between the banks and the crypto platform. So what happens is this, whatever crypto platform I'm using, I can be able to fund my account from my bank, you know? So banks are creating, um, um, so this guy, um, most of these tech companies created solutions that could be able to help people to easily fund their, um, their wallets and be able to also withdraw their cryptocurrency from any foreign exchange back to their Naira wallet. So, there was a lot of that. So people are, are no longer saving with the bank per se. So what they were not doing was, they were not like, immediately their money, their money hits to their account, they move it to their crypto wallets. That was what actually happened. They now banned it. So it affected so many um, tech platforms that were, that built a company around that. Now, back to um, what is cryptocurrency? Cryptocurrency is just your money. It's just, it's just your money um, um, converted to, a different currency entirely you know in the sense that this currency is now ad- accepted worldwide the this inequality that people shout about i think cryptocurrency has cryptocurrency brings a lot of um equality around the world now what i mean by equality around the world is so let's say um dio is in us i mean nigeria dio has um one bitcoin and I have one Bitcoin, we're of the same level. If Dial goes goes to one of the superstars, McDonald's, shut down and buy a lot of things, you know, go shopping, buy cars and the rest of it, the same value of what that one BTC is equal to their US dollars, we're of the same level. If I come back here and buy and take one US uh, one BTC to buy it convert it to a Naira, I can be able to also live the kind of life Dial lives in the US get but if dial has one usd and i have one naira we are not on the same level right so it creates an equality um, across countries across across borders it's basically you being in control of your money the banks don't have access to your money The, the traditional bank we have today if all the whole banks shut down today and all the whole transaction platform shut down today i don't think a lot, a lot of Nigerians will survive because there's no way to be able to spend the money. You're able to, you know, to withdraw. There's not able to even go and go to the bank. Everything is shut down. But with cryptocurrencies, you can actually spend this money from the comfort of your home. You are in control of your money. So now let me go back to the basics. There's an evolution of money, trade by butter, calories, to gold, to naira, um, to, to coins, right? To coins. We we'll moved on to um, paper naira, which we currently use to so a larger extent, and then we we'll move to digital money. Dial. I need to ask you a question, please. The ten thousand in your account that you are sending from from your Access Bank or to your GT Bank to um, to uh, to a friend in Nigeria who uses maybe Eco Bank. Can you touch the money?
1: No, no, I can't.
0: Good. So you can't actually touch it, but you just know that that money is in your account because somehow you receive the numbers or deposits somehow, right? Right. Right. So that's basically the digital money. Now we move to digital money. We now have the ATM cards where we cannot be able to go to a store and swiping our ATM card. So basically money has been moving from one form to another. And currently where we are right now, is actually in cryptocurrency. So if at the point of trade, beta, trade by butter, we didn't call money scam and money moved from carries, we didn't call carries a scam um, when we moved from carries to, um, to coins. We didn't wake up one and call coins a scam, the normal coin, what, what, one couple and the rest of that. We didn't call it a scam when it moved to Naira. So, how are we waking up one day because of the fact that money has moved to from now digital money to cryptocurrency money, fiat currency from fiat currency to cryptocurrency, and we're not calling it a scam. It's just a process. So money is moving, only money is moving from one form to another. And it's sad that most people are yet to embrace or understand the fact that these currencies are, are spendable. Now, but on the now on the cryptocurrency um spectrum. We have so many coins under the cryptocurrency, which is the same way we have the Bitcoin, which is the which is the four um, currency, right? We have the Bitcoin, we have the we have over three thousand different coins, and the funny thing is, the the, mystery, the amazing thing is these coins are tied to a project, so they're tied to a project. So I could wake up tomorrow and develop a project and say, this is the currency I want you to be paying me with. I don't know how that becomes a scam to a very large extent, but there, there, there is also scam projects. Not that I'm 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 I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to erode the fact that, that some people have come up with um funny platforms and try to take people's money and then close up. And then there's one thing I need to drop here before you can never lose money in cryptocurrency, except for two things: you either sell the deep or you went to go and start investing in a, in a platform that there is a putting. Putting in your 10,000, you're going to receive 5 billion there. Yeah, that is when you can actually use your money. Because if you had a wallet, let's say my blockchain wallet that I created in 2017, late 2016, sorry, it's still active to today. And I have my password and everything. So imagine if if my uh, the currency that was there, so let's say if I have about one Bitcoin there, it will still be one same one Bitcoin till today. But what changes is the value. So that is what actually happened in cryptocurrency. The value actually fluctuates; it's very volatile. That's one of the key things. So it's very volatile, but it can—you can never compare it to your to to our naira. You can never, because over the years, our naira has been depreciating in value for years. Since 2009, to date, that cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, and the rest of it has been in existence. It has never gone down to zero. It has never gone down to a a point that it's become so valueless. Do you get? But our Nana has gone to that point that you can't even. You, you can't if you save five thousand now. If you are saying you want to save for five, you want to save five thousand naira Maybe say I uh, save me 100 now uh, to save five thousand uh, now. It will shock you that by the time you save, you save and get to that five thousand uh, now. What you plan to buy for five thousand uh, now, the price might have increased to ten thousand there uh, or maybe even nice. to uh, or maybe to eight thousand there uh, right? Do you get so. Be open minded to learning. I, I, I'm going to tell people that are listening is be open minded to learning. There are so many things. That, there is so many things you can actually learn. Pay for, pay for, pay for classes, go to people that you feel that they you know more about this cryptocurrency. Let them teach you. Let them take you through the process. I I had the, I had a platform that I created um, early this year, right? So the goal was not to save in Naira anymore. We've been saving in Naira, be saving naira. What was the point? Right? What was the point of saving in now and then waking up one day and realize that what you saved um, for, kind of, you can the money that you saved for is what you have been planning to save for, right? And then the next thing you have to do now is to start saving again. And that's how it keeps going. But then we decided, OK, I decided, I said, OK, fine, I'm going to create a platform where I teach you what you need to do. I don't hold your money. I don't hold people's money. I don't I do tell you, come and give me your money. No, I teach you what to do. You replicate the same thing. You have, you create a wallet, instead of you saving your 5,000 Naira in your, in your piggy vest and the rest of it, you save them that money in a crypto in, a crypto, in a crypto wallet. You could use that to buy uh, currency. It, at even currently right now, one USD to Naira is actually about 900 on most exchanges. So what it means is that if you had been saving your USDT for the past, USDT is like a, a stable coin, I only go down to that. If you have been saving your USC, converting your naira to USDT and be saving it there for months, let's say for a one month, two months, the value you'll be getting is much more higher than the person that I've been saving in Naira and waiting to get back the same naira that has not even increased in value. you get so that was what we did? And it has been an amazing journey. Though we are in the deep, deep basically it's, it's a normal thing. That, that's one of the things I actually teach people. This is a long time thing. You're not coming in to come and do, maybe just come in here and run and do it. No, this is your money. This is your money. Are you doing your money like a one time thing that you get your money to there and disappear? No, it's a long time thing. You're saving, you're making more money, you're increasing your value, you're increasing your assets for tomorrow to be able to save for the rainy day. So basically, that's what we actually be able to do. And it has been an amazing period. It has been an amazing process where people that started from just 5000 to, and then they good, the grown good their portfolio. I don't want to mention a, a, an amount, so it doesn't feel like that, okay, this is about doubling money. No, we're not doubling money. We teach you what to do. You buy a particular cryptocurrency when it is very low, with a little amount to buy. You save it there. You allow it. It grows. It appreciates in value. You make your money. Okay. So this is it. And then it comes with a lot of patience. And then that's one thing I need to add. If cryptocurrency is actually patience. It's not something you just doubling in and, and blow money immediately. Anybody that is trying to give you that ideology that, oh, if you enter cryptocurrency now, you blow tomorrow, that's a lie. It takes a lot of months. It takes a lot of, it takes years to, for for something to actually grow and become very tangible for you to use. So adapt, start learning, and start using cryptocurrency because that's already what it's actually going to.
1: Thanks a lot for that. I think what we'll do is for those who are interested in learning more, at the end, we'll just have your social media, and just so they can connect with you at the end of this interview. Now, let's go to the fire round question. So, the first of the fire round question is that for you, what's the vision? Let's say in five years' time, uh, wh- where should we expect to see Sub Bountiful?
0: Where should you expect to see Sub Bountiful? Probably maybe. Um, more, more more of what I'm looking at in the next five years to be able to impact a whole lot of people, you know. Um I, I should be um going around the world teaching and speaking at events, you know, and then having an amazing family in the next five years and then being able to also um help other youth. Um basically going to be sitting in a whole lot of um boards. Yeah, like board of directors in most of my friends' businesses and companies, you know, you know, basically impacting, you know. That's what should be looking at for the next five years. What I should doing, what I should be do doing, teaching, sharing, educating, you know. Now, final question.
1: No if there's anyone who is listening to us that would like to connect with you, probably in terms of business, just learning from you, and maybe even cryptocurrency, how do they get to reach you on social media if you have a website or something?
0: Okay, I have a website, com or subbountiful.com. Okay, so I have my WhatsApp um number 081
1: 35242755. Right. Thank you very much for taking our time to speak with me. Really appreciate for being open and sharing um, from your overflow. I do not take it for granted, brother.